Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. And um, one of the, uh, the things in the week, Christian asked me to actually do the same message online. Um, so that was a, a wonderful privilege as well. But what we noticed was when we did it online, I'm so small that actually when I'd got the laptop here as well, you couldn't see over my head. <laughs> so, so this morning I thought I'll go back good old fashioned way, pen and paper. Another mistake I made on, on Wednesday online, got into the preach. It was going okay, I think. The girls were encouraging me. Obviously, there's no congregation there, so it's a little bit strange. You know, when you're trying to, you know, go for it and you've got no response. So it's great that you're here this morning, you know. I'm pleased that, and that you can not shout, but you can talk, which is wonderful. But one of the mistakes I've made, I've not got my glasses. Yeah, guys, I'm at that age, you know, nearly 60. <laughs> not quite. No glasses. I get to my first Bible reading, five, five scriptures in. I could not see a thing. And I'm thinking, how does this scripture go? My daughter was very kind to me. So if you watch it online, some of the reference, Bible references missing because I actually didn't say it right. So don't tell Christian, will you? But I did my very best without my glasses. But this morning, you'll be pleased to know I've got them. So I just want to say before we get into this morning, um, we are one church in seven locations. And this morning, we have members from three of our locations here. So our Ilkeston guys and our Hub guys, but this morning as well, we've got our Nottingham campus with us. So can we give them a very, very warm welcome? (laughs) Guys, we love you. We're pleased that you've joined us today and thank you for being with us. So as we've said, happy Father's Day. Probably think it's a bit unusual for a lady to to speak on Father's Day, but I'll just share a little bit more about that later. But to say we are continuing today, week three of our series, Body, Beautiful, The Body, Beautiful. And what we've looked at over these three weeks is we are the body of Christ. Our key verse is from 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 27, which says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you, uh, each one of you is a part of it. You are the body. Every one of us here is the body this morning and we have our part to play. We've looked at connecting, we've looked at maturity and wasn't that a challenging word that Phil brought us last week? But today what we're going to look at is its diversity. The body beautiful, it's all about diversity. I looked at what this meant um, in the dictionary and diversity. It means understanding that we are all individuals. We are all unique. Recognizing that we all have individual differences. These can be along the dimensions of race, black to white, young to old, different ethnic backgrounds, different upbringings. We are all a diverse group of people. This is the scripture I referred to earlier. 1 Corinthians 12 shows us this in action. We're starting at verse 17, 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 17. If the whole body were an eye, can you imagine that? If we just got loads of eyes dotted around here this morning, that would be very weird, wouldn't it? If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed 
the parts in the body. Did you hear that? God has placed the parts in the body. Every one of them, just as he wanted them to be, if they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. The head cannot say to the foot, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Listen, I'm here to tell you this morning that if you are here as a member of Arena Church, you have a part to play in Arena Church. You have a part to play in the Church of Christ today. And if you feel weak, you are in a good place because what the Bible says in that scripture is the weaker is indispensable because God put you in this church. God gave you your part to play. And I'm excited this morning to share with you all that I feel God wants to say to us today. You know, sometimes uh, you will have heard this uh, saying around Arena Church that we want everyone to know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Today, what we're going to be doing is sharing about us all being at parts three and four, discovering your purpose and making a difference. Sometimes the problem can be that we camp at I know God, and now I'm still trying to find freedom. And what God says, I'm not expecting you to be the complete finished article. He who began a good work in you will complete it as we go. As we start serving, as we start playing our part, as we start doing all that God has called us to do. I just sense this morning such an excitement, actually such a confidence, such a boldness, because some of you will have heard that phrase that T.D. Jakes uses, and I'm going to share it this morning. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Come on, get ready, Arena Church, because today I believe God is calling us all here into the more. So I'm going to share with us three get readies. The first get ready is, number one, get ready to lift the lid. I know from my own experience that I can put lids on my life. You know, when I was at school, I used to get called titch, used to get called thunder thighs, I used to get called Bible basher, and these phrases can sometimes stick with us, can't they? And we put lids on ourselves. You know, I actually, at school, I've got a dad who was a maths teacher, a sister who was a maths teacher. I was so bad at maths, which is quite ironic that I now head up finance. Lisa keeps calling me that, and I'm like, well, God, this has got to be you. That I was so bad at maths, I actually have extra maths lessons, which my dad didn't do with me because he hadn't got the patience because I was so bad. You know, I mean, that says something in itself. My mum had to do it, bless her. And so I had to have extra maths lessons. I can't say that I grew up with all these qualifications. I just can't. When I left school, all I wanted to do, I was quite happy. I wanted to be a little secretary. We had all these pictures back then, you know, back, you know, we're talking 30 years ago-ish, probably more. I just could see myself with a notepad and pen, you know, little pencil behind my eye, doing my little shorthand with my legs crossed. All of that, that's all I could see. But God saw more. That's all I saw. 
So little by little, 20 years in that job in, in Berry Hill in Mansfield, the miners' union, I started off as a secretary. Very soon I moved to a PA administrator. Very soon I became an admin assistant. Then I moved into IT. I was so out of my depth in IT. I used to get Chris on the phone at lunchtime and say, darling, you're going to have to help me. There's this problem. And it soon developed that we'd got a, a network of 50 PCs that... I was looking at, I remember the day they put my picture up on the board, so you walked into the miners' union, there I was, IT manager. All I can remember thinking is, I don't know what I'm doing, God. But you see, God saw something in me. God saw something in me, and God was calling them more because I know I was quite happy being a secretary. I was quite confident. I knew what I was doing. But God was wanting to stretch me, and why? because of all I'm doing now. But that wasn't the end of the story. When I left there, we took on a, um, a coffee shop business, a national franchise. I then got promoted to operations manager. Again, I had times when I felt out of my depths. I was traveling all around the country, training people. To this day, listen, I am that good at coffee in our house, Josh won't drink it when he comes to our house and I make it. And I was the training manager. I'm like, what was that about? You see, God was calling me into the mall. You see, I was seeing this and God was seeing that. I wanted to stay here and God wanted to take me to there. That coffee shop business actually failed. Some of you will know our story. And I can remember some very dark days, <laughs> some days of feeling like I was a failure. Chris and I and many families in that lost a whole lot of money, <laughs> a whole lot of money. And I remember in my dark moments coming towards God and, and saying, God, why? What was all of that about? And I remember in his still, small voice as I just looked to him and trust him, he said, you were in training. <laughs> I was preparing you. <laughs> You see, everything I used in that business, major learning curve, I'm now using here in Arena for his glory. The health and safety, the HR, the admin, the P&Ls, the finance, God was using it all. See, what is sometimes a failure in man's eyes, what you can look at over your own life and think, I've failed. God says, I'm developing you. I'm taking you. I'm moving you into the more because God wants us to keep little by little, take us into this wide open, expansive life that he's got for us. A wide open, expansive life that I might say he died to give us. And what an insult to God when we want to stay here. He died. He's calling us. He's calling me. This is a preach to me. He's calling us into the more. Get ready to lift the lids. See, we can use excuses like, I'm not big enough. That was one of mine. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not strong enough. I was brought up on the wrong side of town. I'm already too busy. I've already got all these problems in my life. But God says... Come on, get ready this morning. Stop putting the lids on you. Stop making excuses because I'm calling you today into the more. I'm calling you into a life that's expansive and free and full. Stop living small. 
Genesis 50 and verse 20 tells us that what the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good. I'm here to tell you this morning, if you've gone through things and you are feeling weak, you're in the right place today. If you've gone through situations and you feel like you're a failure, you're in the right place today because God would say, you are not weak. Now, let the weak say, I am strong. And what God would say is, what the enemy meant for evil, he will use for good. Come on, Arena Church, this morning, let's lift those lids. And point number two, are you okay? Are we doing all right? We're doing okay, okay. Number two is get ready, get ready to step in. Get ready to step in. I'm already way ahead in my notes. I mean, we've lost about three pages there, but that's okay. Get ready to step in. See, many of us at Tarina Church here have gone through the growth track, which is know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. And many of us have already said, we're going to step in. But I felt an urgency, a sense this morning that God says there's some still waiting on the sidelines. There's still some waiting on the wings. There's still some saying, hmm, I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure I'm able. I've got all these other things happening. And we talked about this body, everybody having a part. Everybody playing our part in the body. And I can honestly say Wednesday morning as I just sat before God and said, God, let me share what is on your heart today. I honestly felt God saying that in the body here at Arena at the moment, we've got some fingers and toes missing. <laughs> I had a, a, an, a, a, an example of, of this with my own hand. Uh, Jordan bought me this fantastic knife for Mother's Day. Never had it, ladies. It is the bee's knees of knives. I mean, it is, come on. It's got its own sheath and its own sharpener. And Jordan's words to me were, Mom, I hesitated buying this. She knows I can be clumsy. I hesitated buying this, your mum, because I didn't want you to hurt yourself. Would you please promise me you'll be very careful with this knife? What did I do? About third time in, oh, this knife's brilliant. Straight through my thumb. I'm in the blood. Where does all that blood come from? You know, straight through my thumb. So I'm walking around like this. I thought, I don't tell Jordan. I don't even tell Chris what I've done because they know I'm lethal with stuff like this. For the next few days, all I can say was, I was struggling to get dressed, to do even the simple things, because part of my body that fundamentally I needed was not able to operate. And I sense God's heart, his arms this morning to say, every one of us has our part to play. And we have some toes and some fingers that are just not quite there at the moment. And God says, come on. I have a, um, a story I, I want to share with you, and I have permission. It's from our wonderful kids' church, Pastor Louise. I love Louise. <laughs> Me and her go on some great walks together. We're very vulnerable together. She's my little tigger on. I mean, she just tiggers around everywhere. She's just bouncing. She's brilliant. And one of the things, she came to me about a month ago. She's absolutely pumped to get the kids back. Don't we want to see the kids' church back here? We, we want that, don't we, guys? So I was excited. I'm like, yeah, Louise, that's great. How are we going to do it? So she came with, I've got all these ideas, blah, blah, blah. Great. 
two weeks ago came to me and she said, just want to let you know, we're still planning to go ahead with Kids Church. I'm still pumped. We're still excited. I just haven't got the team to be able to do it every week. <laughs> See, you can look on at the, the, the teams like our worship team who do a fantastic job week after week, the hospitality teams, those hosting, those behind the desk, those in front, and Louise and her team, and they look like they've got it all together, and they are doing, come on, they are doing a fantastic job. They all are, but we all want to be able to do them more. There's more kids we want to reach. There's more musicians we're seeing. There's more people we want to welcome that door. We have some empty chairs this morning. I don't think God wants any empty chairs in this room. God wants us to be able to fill every chair to capacity today. And so God says, we all need to take our place in his body. We all need to do that. I just want to share with you a few great examples of, of some serving that I've seen. I know a lady here this morning, and I'm not going to mention her name because I don't want to embarrass her, but she's actually on the stage leading worship, as well as before getting on the stage, she's setting up after the service, often after she's set up, she's then closing down, and then sometimes in an evening, she's actually hosting online as well. I mean, that's fantastic. We don't want anybody to be burnt out, worn out. She's absolutely loving all of that. I met with her, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing okay. She absolutely loves serving and is pouring her heart into God's kingdom. There's another wonderful family in this church not able to serve every single week. We get that. Not everybody can. And um, this family, every time we have had, um, you know, some really sad situations, and we've had a few of those over this last year, they have turned up faithfully on our doorstep with a meal, with food. And who knows, when you are in those dark days, aren't you so thankful for somebody turning up on your doorstep with a meal and you've not even got to think about that? We were so thankful to this family. They don't do it week in, week out, but they step up, step in when the need arises. They're there. I listened to a great example from Brian Houston of Hillsong Church. You would think a church that side would have it all together. They'd have a, and he said, we, as the same as every other church, you know, 30%, 40% serving, we encourage people to step in and serve. And he said, one of our doctors, our GPs, 40, 50 Hours a week, he is already working. And every year, he puts in a week's holiday to be able to come and serve at the Hillsong Conference. I mean, he can't do it every week, but he steps in when the need arises. I mean, isn't that fantastic? You see, I believe God is saying today, don't try and be a foot if you're a hand. Don't try and be an eye if you're an ear. Just be who God has called you to be. So I'm asking, I think God is asking, what is in your hand? Where can you start? What, what can you do? And for some, I'm going to talk a little bit more about stepping into them all because I do believe God has got that for us. If any of you do want to know a little bit more about joining any of the teams after the service, we're going to have some of the team at our prayer point and they will gladly help you with that. God wants us to not only lift the lid, but God wants us to step in. You see, the exciting side is in this last year, 12 months, you know, it's been 
a major shift for many, many people. At our board meeting on Wednesday night, we said we are so excited about what God is doing in Arena Church because in a year where there were so many predictions, we have seen God move in tremendous ways. Our online attendant, our online campus is still our largest campus, which is fantastic. And it's great to see you all here this morning. We're encouraging people to be back at our physical locations too. We're also seeing in our midweek attendance, our highest prayer uh, numbers ever in the life of the church, leadership track, Bible school, all growing. Our offerings are up. We have launched another campus in this last year. This is the God that we serve in a year of difficulty. God has said, I'm stepping you into the more, more people praying, more people being taught, more people being disciples and offerings and campuses are up because he, he is God over it all. He is God over it all. And finally, number three, get ready. Come on, get ready. Get, just, I am bouncing this morning. I was bouncing this morning, getting ready. Get ready. Get ready. To go large. Eleanor, may I have a drink of water? I'm really sorry. Thank you. Get ready to go large. In this last year, and you know, please excuse me just sharing my personal story, but 15, 16 months ago, we lost our, Chris lost his dad. Thank you. I'm just going to have some water first. Excuse me. And then four months later, I lost my dad. Three days later, we went into lockdown. Two days later, I was in the office, and we've gone from 33 staff around Arena Church and community and business to six of us. It was, we had some, I had, let me be honest, I had some dark days. God, what are you doing? I felt the weight of it all. And coming back to why I'm preaching today, I'm like, God, it's Father's Day. This actually is quite a painful day now for Chris and I. It's painful. And we get up this morning and we say, God, in the pain, we will serve you. In the pain, we will look to you. In the pain. And do you know why? Because now the weak say, I am strong. Now. Not next week. Now the week say I am strong. I'm here to tell you this morning, if you feel weak, I've, I'm, I've been there. I am still there at times. I can feel weak, but I just know the call of God is to an expansive, abundant life. And I don't want to insult God when he's died for me, when he is calling me to an abundant life to say, actually, I'm just going to stay here. You know, when you've got a lead pastor like Christian, there's always the more. We're already talking about some great plans. God is doing something amazing across Arena Church, guys. And this isn't because I want something from you. Julie needs some jobs doing. This is not God saying, I want something from you. God is saying, I want something for you. God is saying, over here, I want something for you. God is saying, come on, get ready, get ready to go large because you are in a church that is getting ready to go larger than it has ever been before. And God wants us all to play our part. This is a call this morning. 
to say, don't live with lids. Don't live with limitations. It's a call to say, come on. His arms are outstretched. Get ready to go large. You may feel that you're actually in a season of waiting. When we went into the whole last 15 months, and I got before God and, and said, God, what, what is happening? I honestly felt God say, I'm developing you. <laughs> I'm building your character. I'm strengthening you because there is so much more. So much more. I remember when I came to 50 thinking, is that it? You know, handed the worship team on to Nathan and, and Christian, I know, was seeing so much more. And I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm 50. And I thought, I am not going to live like that. I determined, I was telling Hannah, we were laughing about it. I'd started a phrase, I am going to be fitter at 50. And I'm going to be stronger at 60 because this is the God we serve. I just want to share with you in the last closing moments the story of Joseph. He was ended up in a prison, some very dark days for him. And what did he do while he was waiting, while he was character was being developed? He kept serving, he kept loving, he kept going. Do you know what he didn't do? He didn't moan <laughs> and groan and grumble and complain. Now, I'm not going to say, guys, I haven't had any days when I've had a little grumble. You know, Chris, Chris will tell you, oh, God, what is this all about? But we don't want to stay there, do we? Let's pick ourselves up this morning. Let's say if you've had some dark days, if you're still feeling weak, God says, I'm calling you, I'm calling you. You see, the great news at the end of Joseph's story was though he ended up in the prison, although he had some dark days, while he kept serving, while he kept worshipping God, while he kept doing his very best with what he had, God then took him into the more. See, where can God use us today? If you're faithful in the small... God can't help himself. God just can't. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. Those who feel weak this morning, God says, now say, now say, I am strong. Just as I'm closing today, I just want to share a verse with you. From Jeremiah in 29 and verse 11. I love this verse. I love this verse. For I know, for I know, for God says he knows the plans he's got for your life. You see, you don't see your future plans, but God sees them. You may be going through some training and developing right now, but God says all you're going through is because the plan I have over your life is to prosper you and to bless you, to not harm you, to give you a hope, to give you a future. This is the God we serve. This is the God we serve. So this morning... My heart, our heart here at Arena is to say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Don't live with lids. Don't live with limitations. Step in to this wide, open, expansive life that he died to give you. Come on, let's pray.